0: Welcome, Dustin Steinecker, to my nasty couch. It's good to be here. Uh, what do you think of the couch? Um, uh, nastiness level uh, about even with the couch that we have at home. Oh, your your place isn't that bad. I mean, I haven't spent that much time in it, but really, you have a like a old, nasty, used couch.
1: It's uh, um, I think you know, as couches go, both of our couches are definitely in like maybe like the thirtieth percentile as far as cleanliness goes, but. Yours is pretty comparable to this one.
0: Oh, okay. Well,
1: there's corners torn off of it. It's nasty.
0: Oh well, I'm I'm sorry to hear that for for both of us then. Mm-hmm. Um, Dustin and I used to live together. About how long was that? I moved in, in like January 2010 or 2009. Yeah, yeah, something like that. that you were the that. first wild card roommate. Yeah, that was uh that was quite an apartment. I keep I always forget the name of third guy, roommate, crazy person, the rotating,
1: which, uh, uh, the rotating, uh, third wheel. Well, yeah. Or, what was, what, what was whoever name? was in that end room? Um, I mean, nobody's going to listen to this that was in there, but that third person was always kind of the misanthrope or like the person who would just be watching YouTube all day in their room.
0: Well, yeah. And, and not that we didn't do that, but they were even more like that. Right. And, and I kind of feel like since, since that time that, you know, I've moved out and moved on. I feel like I've almost become that moved person. out at least. Yeah, well, yeah. the 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 second part is, you know, debatable. We we
1: were all that person. Like, honestly, it's just the the reference that you have based on roommates. You you always associate people that are one direction or the other is relative to you. But all three of us were just everyone in other rooms would be having people over and partying and stuff, and we we're right. just like, oh, I should probably play some Xbox today. I haven't really.
0: Right, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't moved from this like ten foot point. square yeah. area.
1: It's this unending series of breakups for all of us that <laughs> yeah. we would just go through periods of depression, and uh-huh. uh, it's good I didn't have Minecraft when I was there. Like that wasn't really
0: a thing yet. Well, yeah, you did, because that's when I learned about it. it was from you, Pro- probably. I didn't get it while we were living together, but yeah. shortly after, I was probably like a freaking emissary for that. Well, yeah, and like and you always in. compared it to like Dwarf Fortress, and like I have no did idea. I? Yeah,
1: did I know about? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's funny because when 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 I was a kid, like a couple years ago, I had a pretty firm idea of what was happening. But now, four years ago, just might as well not even have happened. Yeah, like I can't, can't imagine when I'm like seventy five, there'll be entire family members all have forgotten.
0: Well, and and that's the reason why I why I always opt against getting a tattoo because mm-hmm. I'm like, I yeah, the red versus blue. Uh, well, yeah, and and not just, not just not just because of that, not just not just because of. The inherent mistrust of my past selves, Mm -hmm. but because of I, I won't be able to remember the reasoning behind like why I did what I did, and it's like, it it, yeah, it isn't just like that was a dumb decision. It's like I don't know what I was thinking,
1: yeah,
0: kind of. And ten years ago, I was listening to Cisco and (laughs) and Destiny's Child, so like,
1: that's yeah, it's pretty good. I I would have like maybe like a Seven
0: Dust tattoo or something right Mm -hmm. now. Yeah, I mean I. I think, I think it would be, um, an interesting, I don't know, personal experiment if you were to make yourself get a tattoo every year and mm-hmm. it's like to review, like, man, I used to like that so much that I yeah. permanently got it on my skin. Even like, if it's not some media thing, I think, uh, even just the shapes and the
1: contours that a lot of uh, mm-hmm. the, the, new metal and the right. kind of the metal core guys get, um, I probably after a while that just becomes like the same contours. Like you, you, you have the lines on your hand and stuff that you don't really pay attention to. Right. What does it matter if there's like some swirly or some flirtily or whatever random thing that you right. got, but, or, uh, or like
0: the design of, of muscle where, you know, where the tattoo is located. Like, isn't it the, I mean, the, like uh, those like slim good body ish sort of tattoos. Right. That people get? Right. Like, didn't, that would be, um, I think Jeff, that would be terrible. <laughs> right. Like Jeff, um, what the QC, the questionable content, I don't author. know that guy. Um, well, yeah, I I think that you know he's really into tattoos, whatever, mm-hmm. and that's something that he did. Like I I'm pretty sure on one of his hands, he's yeah. like got all the muscles and tendons like tattooed onto his hand. I'm yeah, like, I think once once you get to
1: that point, you uh, might as well just do the whole uh, the white supremacist that has, <laughs> like uh, you know the the Aryan uh, yeah runes. On his completely forehead shave your head first of skeleton, all. Skeleton uh, skull tattooed over his his face and. Uh, a snake, like on his actual like uh, eyelid, and right. like he, he, I think there's a line that I could click with as far as tattoos. And once you reach a certain point, sure. you just should just be Charles Manson. Very good stuff. But Charles um, Manson is just inherently hilarious. He
0: didn't actually kill anybody himself. It's all just it's
1: just blown out of proportion.
0: <laughs> yeah let's let's put let's put a big asterisk over you know he didn't kill anybody himself. Okay, look, listen, <laughs> Crazed... Okay, so.
1: I guess I'd be making the opposite point here but brainwashed uh socialites don't kill people cult leaders indoctrinating brainwashed socialites kill people. I just think
0: I I I am going to get that tattooed on my chest. Yeah,
1: that that actually implicates Manson so that's the opposite of the point I was making. Right, right. But they kill uh, people with guns, just all these chains of blame. There's just tiered blame everywhere. You just it's distributed everywhere, who knows. People die. That's all we know for sure. Yeah, I know. That, that's Who the knows thing? how it's it happens?
0: Like, you, can, you can infinitely pass the buck. It's just, you, you're never going to escape the fact that people are dying yeah. before. You, you can know, put someone in, causes. finger quote,
1: jail or call them, finger quote, murderer. Right. But it's, it's just atoms hitting other atoms right. that stopped other
0: atoms from becoming organisms or remaining. Yeah. Yeah. I, here's, here's the funny thing. I am fascinated with and enthralled by humanity, but I, I hate, hate people.
1: Yeah, I've I've definitely wavered on that. Yeah, like you definitely have the people are basically good, but in certain c- like circumstances, they will be evil. And then you realize about like the Milgram experiments and kind of the mundanity of evil and how uh, it, it's less that there are a few bad apples than that. When the billiard balls collide just right, oh, yeah. pretty much anybody could do just about anything. Yeah. And, and nobody nobody sets out to be a rapist. Right, and, it's always the guy who maybe he's mm-hmm. socialized in a certain way, thinks of women a certain way, but it's not actually tested until a
0: certain point, and then hey, what do you know? I mean, yeah, and and that's kind of what um what I had mentioned before is is nobody nobody ever acts in a way that they believe is evil or bad, like you know, there's, there's I've no, known people to admit they were evil. Well, but but here's the thing, um, they'll they'll say that, but. That's in relation to their understanding of a social morality. Mm-hmm. They themselves, you know, they feel justified yes, some sort or of gratified for whatever reason mm-hmm. for because, you know, that's all internal. You know, you can you can qualify it and say, Yes, this is bad according to everyone else, but I'm still doing it. Mm-hmm. And and just the fact that you're doing it means that you justify yourself for some reason. Um at some level you're you're individualistic, you have
1: that uh, it's like that whole self esteem debate. Like right. uh, people that are violent to each other tend to have high self esteem. Right. It's the low self esteem people who get on drugs and kill and like kill themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a taboo and you push against it and eventually you're just some four chaner just typing rape to be funny. You know, my but... brother in law gets prime for free um, oh. as part of his job and he gets free points as well. Cool. And they buy toilet paper through Amazon. Yeah, and the idea of of shipping toilet paper through the mail separately as an individual package just makes my eyelid twitch. Like <laughs> that's just so horrible. It's, you're shipping like the lightest, least dense thing in an yes. outlet that is not made for mass shipping. You know, but it's just like he doesn't have anything he wants. He has all the movies he wants. So it's like right. let's get let's get that. You know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I let's buy a blanket on Amazon, a huge I, I comforter. Sh- I share th- I share the same kind of knee-jerk revulsion to that kind of thing mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like well i mean they're willing to do it and uh, uh, supposedly so, the price point matches okay so you're gonna do the whole roughbardian, uh
1: libertarian argument about that the market will
0: yeah i mean if if the market can how much can how much is a healthy it, baby going for these days <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's that's a good question i mean you can get those for I mean, just basically the You've price of adoption them. papers. Raising Arizona, right? Yeah.
1: The devil's a libertarian.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Man, that's a good move. Libertarian
1: can go either way. To, depending on how you apply a libertarian, you could either be, like, the most, like, socially conscious person ever, or just the worst, like, like white nationalist. Mm-hmm. Like, there's almost, like, no in-between. You're never just, like, a reasonable guy, an average, moderate American who's libertarian. Well, well You yeah, either that, think that government is pushing minorities down, or you want to have them leave the United right. States. Right.
0: <laughs> Yeah, you can be liberal or conservative libertarian. Mm-hmm. It it, uh, it goes either way. There's like
1: uh, there, there are many more kinds than.
0: I mean, right. I mean, like, that's
1: th- those are just the popular dimensions. Not to get into libertarianism, because I think I spent like three years of my life debating that, and I think I'm probably, I've probably done every argument that I can, and I still don't know how I feel about it as a movement. As a movement, it's just funny.
0: We got movements.
1: Well, as a philosophy, as a yeah political stripe. Yeah, it's
0: just ideas that fit together yeah. as far as I'm concerned.
1: I think you can, if you get cynical enough when you're in one of the parties, eventually you become a libertarian. And sometimes you find that middle ground there. But if your anchor point is even lower and you go even further, that's when you become like a serial killer or a unibomber right. <laughs> or something. When you're like not only some, I think a lot of libertarians, they, they, they're they not happy with modern society. And mm-hmm. they think that like like cops are corrupt or whatever. And the, all these programs are broken. But like. You hold this model in your head of the perfect government and that's just kind of the, you know, go to your happy place that lets right. you tolerate all of it. But then you go way further and then you're like bombing statues and, <laughs> and right, like, yeah. Mailing letters to like professors with like, yeah, powder I mean, in them or whatever. I mean, like
0: current currently people are saying, you know, libertarian basically as as an abstention from, you know, current two party politics, which, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, that's fine. I, I'm just I'm just really excited to see the authoritarian party show up mm-hmm. and 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 see if that gains any ground because whereas right now
1: it's just distributed between the right and left they're authoritarian right. in different ways right but there's no there's no there's no party mainstream party that really is small government because why would government be against itself like you're not gonna be a politician and say I would like to not have a job like nobody's Juan Swanson in real
0: life right exactly mm. which which is a really depressing it would be awesome to, to have about. like a
1: Ron Swanson president
0: like the whole uh,
1: I'm vetoing this I'm vetoing all future bills Um, I'll see you all in August <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not I'm going to pocket veto everything that comes to my desk <laughs> so in, in the meantime I'm going to go m- have a real job
1: he's in the Oval Office making a canoe <laughs>
0: <laughs> another reality show I would watch yeah um, he hire
1: incompetent people because they won't be able to do anything, instead of just because they're industry reps that that are high profile. <laughs> yeah.
0: Did you? Did you? Have you been watching like the recent episodes and keeping up with it? it seemed or... like the first two seasons or three. Yeah. Anyway,
1: he's he's kind of an affectionate parody of libertarianism. Like, there's really there's no bite behind any of the caricatures in that show. Like, it really it really feels Yet. like for the most part, like you have to know. Actual libertarians well enough to write a character like Ron Swanson and mm-hmm. not just have contempt for them. Right. So he, he's there. It's obviously he's not written by like a liberal. I mean, he's not written by a libertarian. Sure. But somebody who understands like the whole. I love it when all the things he says are like coercion and like he's telling little children like horrible things that are probably true. But right, like <laughs> like e- eating half
0: of their school lunches yeah. because it's to Make a point. Um, yeah. He would not have a job. No. in Indiana. No, he, he he would be fired right quick. His
1: <laughs> he's, he's. It's good that they didn't go that Michael Scott route though. Like you know, he was I'm supposed to be didn't. like the villain of the show. He was he was going really? to be the anti-government guy who like thwarts Leslie and stuff. But then How? they realized that like the way that they the way that those characters were played, it worked much better if they were uneasy allies at times. That they had like a, an, a kind of an affection for each other. Sure. Um, and I think that shows much better like the first season you can tell they're kind of going into cringe
0: territory a little bit right they were finding they, their feet
1: yeah but it's then like they, they they moved away from that for the most part and now it's just farce right so like, it's like arrested development it's like if the situation's awkward you're still just like impressed
0: by the way they constructed it you don't really think about the actual characters right the, the characters themselves are not the comedy which is why I, I got away from the office I you mean oh, in the office. Because I would say in Parks and Rec it's very character based humor. Well, it's it's character based humor, mm-hmm. but but it's the interaction it's not them chafing against them. each other, and it, it it isn't just Creed showing yeah. up and doing a one liner.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, you know? Well, when with the Office it's basically horrible people rubbing each other's souls raw.
0: Yeah, which like, there's nobody that has any, which is you know not appealing to me.
1: I think yeah, I think they're supposedly they're doing character deconstruction for the last season, and they're huh. killing the main romance and
0: all that stuff like. It's getting, it's just, it's just a show that's been on live support for way too long. Right. It's been, it's been around for way too long. And, and it's, it's really sad because it happens to every series that they keep around for more than five seasons. It's like, you know, how are you going to keep this going? How are you going to keep this interesting Mm -hmm. with the same people in similar situations? It's still, it's still very, usually the writing is still
1: very sharp. Like the Mm -hmm. Simpsons on paper, like they, they still put a lot of like thought into their jokes. The jokes come from different directions than you would expect and all of that. On paper, it's all fine. It's just that the actual show, those writers need to go on and do something else. Yeah. It's like in the UK, you might not like that a, an entire show can be 18 episodes, three seasons, but like at least that really gives them, um, you know, first off a creative voice with the same people make, you know making yeah. every episode, but also uh, not, it uh, never gets dragged on. You never end up with a show that's like celebrating its 300th episode. Right. I mean, I'm sure there are shows like that in the UK, but.
0: Well, For the and, most part, it's more spread out. And, you know, do you watch Community at all? Um, I,
1: I've also watched uh, the first couple seasons of yeah.
0: that. Um, well, yeah, I mean... Before they, it was like a genre of the week show, which right. I didn't click with as much. Um, they, you know, they just started up their fourth season again. Mm-hmm. And this time they don't have, you know, Dan Harmon, yeah. the original creator. And at first, you know, there was just kind of the, yay, I'm glad this show is back. And then, like, after I watched the most recent episode, I'm like, huh, you know, it's still in the original format of the mm-hmm. show, but it's like they've turned it in, they've like taken all of the elements of a classic sitcom and like just put them in there. Yeah. And like, I saw the
1: clips where they were making fun of that. And a lot of people yeah. criticized the show by saying, well, they're playing off of the audience's fears, but
0: then the actual jokes in the actual episode. Very a little too close to that as well right right and you know that one that one i was like okay they're like taking a dig at themselves and the potential changes yeah. like i'll give them the benefit of the doubt but then like then this most recent episode is like well, wait those those characters in that situation would never do those things
1: i kind of felt that way about the show anyway like i feel like like character destructions are really painful thing for yeah. shows when the characters all become too terrible right and family guy i think is is covered by the weight of how terrible all the characters have become like they did it first with lois to kind of subvert Mm -hmm. your expectations like she'd she'd uh reference like some horrible thing from her past and uh, and it was just funny at the time but then all the characters just became these vindictive self-absorbed jerks and britta was the same like britta was kind of misguided she she Mm -hmm. wanted to stroke her own ego by caring about things but they've just pushed it into lisa simpson territory by this point yeah and it's just it's just painful
0: Yeah, it's it's really difficult because, you know, in the in the first, you know, season whatever, you know, you spend that time developing, you know, who the characters are. Great character interactions in that first season. And and then after that it's like, then every interaction has to play off what that character is. Mm -hmm. And it's like that's it's the flanderization. Right, right, exactly. And, you know, the the over exaggeration of the of the defining characteristics. Which is is why farce can help. I think farce mm -hmm.
1: Um, as opposed to like this, you know, awkward comedy drama or whatever the office mm-hmm. is and stuff. Farce lets you push in the plot direction a little bit more and just use the characters as springboards for different ki- types of humor. Like, right, I right. actually am a major apologist for American Dad, and uh, that's—I mean—that's not something that a lot <laughs> of people. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting. <laughs> that makes people kind of you know, you know, place to, to yeah, stand. But, but American Dad is, I think, a lot of fans of Futurama if they really watched it and gave it a chance would see kind of the way that they just start with this just insane plot but they commit to it and just throw in the characters and just just basically see what happens and it's very top down it's very constructed it's very ar- artificial but because the show doesn't pretend to be anything else and it doesn't try to do morals then it does a good they do a good job like the the hundredth time that you see Roger play some some stupid caricature of a character or like he's like a marriage counselor who gives horrible advice or whatever but the way they play with that format is really where the humor comes from yeah, it's like very early on when he says uh, he hands him a business card and says, "Well, I think this would really help. I have a personal trainer. He's he's very helpful. His name's Don Giancarlo. I think he'd really help you out." And then uh, Stan just says, "It's going to be you, isn't it? I'm going to get there, and it's going to be you." And there's a very <laughs> distinct possibility. <laughs> like huh. think playing with with the format like that, it becomes just kind of more comfortable, and it's allowed that show to stay more consistent than most animated shows I can name. Like the the most recent seasons, not maybe not quite as good, but if you like season 3, 4 or 5, there are plots that you want to tell people about. You want to tell people about just the insane hmm. like stuff that happened.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I mean I I definitely gave that show a shot. I I hmm. did, you know, two or three episodes. Season 1 though? Yeah, and season, season 1. Season 1 was McFarlane heavy. Hmm. He's
1: pulled creatively back from the show okay. after the first few episodes and they don't they don't feel like his writing anymore. I think a lot of people did that. A lot of people watch like the first three seasons and their episodes and they're like, Oh, this really is just family guy. Right.
0: With, with new characters. And yeah, Stan it, learns it, it every it week to like, appreciate it felt like his wife. Family guy on like on speed. I'm yeah. Like, this is, this is, you know, trying really hard. Yeah. And it, with all that. They've
1: built to the point now where the characters have their quirks and things that, you know, that are act- legitimately interesting mm-hmm. or just, just odd episodes. There's an episode where Stan is sneaking out every night because he has a secret underground ice rink that, just ever since he was a child, he's been this big ice skater. And they just totally just pulled that plot out of absolutely nowhere huh. without any regards to continuity. But the whole episode becomes about like this conflict of him wanting to, it's, it's, but, th- but then some yeah, other that is crazy thing gets involved or whatever. the CIA thing is not even an issue anymore. Like that's okay. barely part of the show. Like it's no longer just a joke that Patrick Stewart's
0: around. Yeah.
1: Um, but not to push that show too far. I imagine Bob's Burgers is very similar. I don't know about
0: that. That That's another one that I, that I need to start into. I I really, really love Archer. Um that's, H John Benjamin. Yeah, that's one of my favorite mm-hmm. television shows. Um
1: I think his voice is getting distracting for me though. <laughs> I should watch Archer. Archer put me off just because it was so so dialogue heavy without like with Venture Brothers there's the plot's always just barreling forward. Like mm-hmm. for the most part the plot's moving and things are happening with the characters. Yeah. And Archer's more about um just what sardonic thing he is
0: saying. <laughs> uh yeah, some of it is and but the rest is like you know the wacky misadventures that, that you mm-hmm. know go in between. Because... I should watch it then. I'm sure I'd appreciate it. Yeah. Oh is, yeah. Is Archer
1: more like uh, like Frisky Dingo or something? Like yes. Okay. Um, it's yeah, another show that pro- it's probably back when that sort of stylized animation looked weird to me hmm. because I associated it with like when I was a kid and like adult cartoons didn't make sense to me or right. if I felt vaguely dirty in a way yeah, it's I didn't like, get. Wait, why, why, I still why have some I'm of that baggage? Yeah. yeah. And so uh, I, I I'll get into it eventually yeah adventures come like watch an
0: episode now if you want
1: right now like while we're no obviously it's will live riff an episode that everyone else would have to torrent <laughs> that, would be, to follow along.
0: that would be pretty terrible we can do that uh uh-huh. we won't but we can <laughs> okay anyway thanks dustin for yeah. coming and chatting for no entirely too long yeah
1: um, that was fun
0: uh, maybe, maybe come on again when there's somebody else to to talk yeah, at. Yeah, that'd be fun with M- like maybe, three people. Maybe bring Dallin in here. Oh man, let's do that. I- let's, ser- okay let's seriously that. do that. We'll be done.